0: We will also discuss the practical meaning of this as we watch, and as a remnant, repair as he so leads. And now your host, Richard Case.
1: Well, good morning, Kathy. Uh, Here we are, uh, End Times Friday, and the end of um, April. And, uh, April
2: 28th. <laughs> we've been
1: having some uh, interesting discussions about uh, banking and investments and what to do with them. We'll talk a little bit more mm-hmm. about that you know, today. Uh, one thing that you, after our last session, you said, well, um, how do you get that information? <laughs> right. And, <laughs> and it uh,
2: was, it's not as easy as it appears to and, be able uh, to find that, right? You know, and
1: I've looked at it before. But it was like, okay, let's go get it again, and we found out it's not that easy. Um, yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna actually uh, share that right now. Uh, the question is this: um, With Silicon Valley Bank failing, um, and then First Republic right behind it, uh, and remember, a failed bank is that uh, their their cash and equity position falls below the ability to basically function correctly. Right. Um, And you can't manage typical, you know, business uh, operations. So, um, and it happens, um, and I I imagine people have seen pictures of what happened during the Depression. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's called a run on the bank. Right. Where uh, in that case, because it was all, remember, it wasn't electronic. It was all
0: Mm -hmm. uh,
1: paper money. Well, people would line up and go to the teller window and say, give me the, give me my money. You know, mm-hmm. and then they'd start giving it to them and then people would line up and they finally, they, they close, remember they, you can see, remember if you picture that they closed the window. Right. And said, we there can't, was no more money we don't have any out. more money to give you. <laughs> um, so we're done, you know, and then the bank has had a run on the bank and they have to either recapitalize or they fail. Um and because of the bank failures, actually of the 1930s, um, the FDIC, the federal, the Federal Reserve came in and said, "We'll insure bank accounts up to 250 thousand dollars for right. every individual, um, either Social Security number or a federal ID number, a business mm-hmm. number, um, the EIN, right?" So, um, and by the way, um, if you put bank accounts in the name of your children they have separate uh social security numbers that counts started at 250 so the more mm-hmm. you can spread it out you know the better uh, of course you don't want to give your money your your kids access to the money <laughs> 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 um but um so then what happened with silicon valley is that um because of they were losing money on what they did uh, is in essence they made long-term investments at a very low rate because it was mm-hmm. it was satisfactory. The assumption that they made, which is a bad assumption, is these rates will, will be maintained. Mm-hmm. And number two is that in the event that it changes, we need to have a different portfolio so we can be covered in that event. And right. so the... The uh, lack of wisdom of the uh, leaders of that bank is, in essence, they bet something and assume something, and it turned out to be the opposite. Yeah. So they, they were
2: operating at a much higher risk than they should have been. Yep. Yeah, and so they're investing. In so feeding. now
1: they're they're losing um, uh, profitability and therefore eating into their capital. And when you start eating into your capital, particularly when there's no remedy for that mm-hmm. so it wasn't like well we we have other things that can that can make it work it was like we're stuck and it's going to get worse and worse and worse and worse mm-hmm. and worse and so the depositors who and and these are informed people who you know watch this stuff like wait a minute they're going to get worse and worse and worse right because and they start pulling then funds. i'm going to pull yeah. my and they have a run on the bank Mm-hmm. um and they did 40 <laughs> and now it's electronic you have to show up at the door right uh, 42 billion dollars was withdrawn right and it took everything now way way below it and they couldn't function and so the fed closes mm-hmm. them closes them said that's it you're done um we have to take it over which they did it's called a failed bank they took it over all the investors are gone they get nothing
2: mm-hmm.
1: uh, so if you invested in that bank as a in a, as a stock owner Right. You're out. You get zero. Um, normally, they said, well, if you have bank accounts up to 250000 per number, we'll insure that. Well, it just so happened that this bank, and, and your husband Dan had his company was part of it, is these are banks that have run through private equity firms and have put millions and billions of dollars into that bank. Mm -hmm. And they, in essence, weren't insured and they were going to lose it all. And that would have tipped the whole country into a severe recession. Right, the
2: ripple effects of that would have been So the
1: the Fed said, okay, hey, we'll we'll keep everybody whole. Uh, We don't have to, and it's not a rule, but we will. And um, as a result of that, uh, people got their money back. Um, Mm -hmm. But the way they solve it is they have another bank purchase that bank, because there's still mm-hmm. assets there, uh, deposits. Right, uh, Because they couldn't get them, you know, so they're there. So. <laughs> uh, so another bank buys them, combines it with their uh, thing. They write off the bad uh, investments
2: mm-hmm. uh,
1: prior to taking it over. So they only take a clean, basically, balance sheet, because the, the, everybody's lost it already, so what difference does it make? Mm-hmm. Um, now we're gonna be part of a healthy bank system and the Fed, you know, is 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 providing capital to the banks to do that.
2: Yeah, I was gonna say they give them incentive and assistance to
1: be able That's to right. do that. That's right. Um so they did. Uh well what that caused was a concern like, uh oh. Um is it just that bank? Uh right. and How the many answer more are operating. The answer at this was with uh this? no. <laughs> So, um, uh, as you as you look at these different things, um, we can then say, "Well, what 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 about my bank?" And right. that that was your question. And that was
2: where my question came into you. I'm like, "Okay, walk me through this. If I you know if I want to know exactly what is going on at my bank in particular, where do I go? What do I look at? Right. What numbers, letters, everything? Am I concerned about?"
1: Right. So, what do I do? Um, and how do I evaluate my bank? Um, and Mm -hmm. so I'm going to bring up something here. Um, it should show up on the screen, but, uh, this was, this was Moody's. Moody's is a rating system that, um, basically, and this is, this is about governments, banks, companies, they put out a rating every month of, are they going up or down, stronger or weaker? Um, and, uh, in this case, um, this is right after uh, it, it failed, and this is this is what it said. Um, now, by the way, they they published this, and haven't published anything since. And I'll tell you why in a second.
0: Okay.
1: Um, this this was remember it happened on a Friday.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, the credit rating firm late Monday put out Signature Bank, which failed Sunday, into that territory. So Signature Bank already had failed. Um, right. And they had to take that over. Moody's issues another warning for these banks. First Republic Bank, Zion's Bank. Interesting enough, Zion's Bank is my bank. Um, Ah. So I'm doing something about that. Uh, Western Alliance, Comerica, UMB Financial, and Intrust Financial. Uh, So uh, they gave the list of these companies, um, which by the way... um, after they did this, the Fed came to them and said, stop that.
2: Right. Stop because putting the information stop out. Stop putting information out of, of who Correct. is
1: going to be downgraded. Uh, now, they'll they'll keep downgrading, but they're not going to overly publish it. You're going to have to look for it. Uh, one. Which, and and just two. Just to say real quick. Go ahead.
2: You know, Rich and I literally just spent you know what 20 minutes <laughs> sifting through some things yeah. online because it was so hard to find some of this information now yep. that used to be readily accessible
1: yep um and um and then the Fed that has their own watch list and you can even look on it online they have a watch list i couldn't get to it because it was said we purposely don't publish it because we don't want the 150 banks that are on the watch list for it to be what you called before self-fulfilling prophecy, if you mm-hmm. know, then you're going to take your money out and you're going to actually accelerate the problem. Right. Um, so they don't purposely publish it even though it's there. Well, there is a way to find out something. Um, so um, uh, let's, let's, let's go there. Um, the question came up, and I made a mention of this, called the Texas Ratio. Mm-hmm. And it's just a term... That was determined, you know, when the banks were failing, um, and I think it was stimulated out of the state of Texas. That well, we need to evaluate the health of these banks, mm-hmm. and so because it was it was done, I think, by Texans, they called it the Texas ratio, which means, okay, all of the banks in the United States are analyzed by this Texas ratio, right? Uh, and it's just a simple measure. Of many factors which I'll show in a second but um, of the healthiness of mm-hmm. the of the bank um, and if it's above a certain point it's unhealthy if it's below a certain point you consider it healthy and then you got to keep watching it you know um, right. so for your bank what I would urge you to do is is learn this so uh, let's go there uh, I'm going to take you through this um, there's a website called uh BestcashCow.com slash uh, banks. Uh, we, could even, we could even go one step and just say, okay, let's just go to the the uh, website. Bestcashcow.com. And mm-hmm. we go to that we go to that website and up on the top there is banks. So we click on banks. Mm-hmm. Um, we then go to all banks and you can put uh you're the name of your bank or you can go to these uh alphabetical and and there's a list of them um
0: mm-hmm.
1: but i put in chase just just because i know that bank i don't have that bank but i know that bank right uh i click on chase and then chase <laughs> chase comes up i think you can hear linda in the background um i can't uh,
2: <laughs> i do love her laugh though she she
1: likes to laugh um i i'm gonna try to uh uh, text them one more time just to uh,
2: <laughs> remind them <laughs> yeah so this is helpful while you're doing that it's helpful to pull this up yeah okay so then, um, yourself so, so then um so then
1: i I, I put my name a bank chase in there it is chase uh, jp morgan mm-hmm. chase click on it um there it is um mm-hmm. um and then um uh, I'm going to uh you know start to look at it so then um I've got uh the bank hold on, let me get the the uh, thing here hold on uh, okay, so then when I, down, when I go get, down when I go down
2: you can get to the Texas ratio yeah then.
1: well okay, so um I hit the the banks up here and now mm-hmm. I'm scrolling down um until I see this red thing across the top, overview, mm-hmm. deposit rate, loan rate, et cetera, I click on financial details, and there's the Texas ratio. Mm, okay. Um, okay. Their bank, now the lower, the better. Right. So the lower, the better. So they're rated green, healthy, 2.72 versus the bank average of the United States of four. Um, And so then you can scroll down and return on equity is about the same. Uh, Capitalization is strong. Okay. Uh, uh, Balance sheet. So you're looking
2: at a few different things. You're not just looking at the Texas ratio. You're looking at a few different things.
1: Right. And you're seeing your income statement, you know, et cetera. And Mm -hmm. um, so if, um, you know, and it goes here to, you know, commercial real, real estate, for example, Uh, you know, 3.7 percent. And they check it, see, as saying that's very low because why? Well, commercial real estate is in trouble. Um, Mm, So that's really high. Um, Credit card loans is high. So they're a little bit at risk, you know, with that. Um, So anyway, you can you can look at it. The most important thing is this Texas ratio that if it's above the U.S. bank average, particularly if it's you know, seven, eight, nine, ten, fifteen, your bank's in trouble. Uh um, right. and you need to go look at it because their their ratios of capitalization, loan portfolio is in is not healthy and likely going to fail. And mm-hmm. so as you look at that ratio, you would say, Boy, my bank is, is poor, so I'm gonna I'm gonna go and consider, and this is where you got to pray and process you know, should we consider mm-hmm. moving our money to another bank, and then by the way, when you do, which by the way, what I'm doing, my bank is actually on the watch list, just known on the watch list, in other words, right. it's, it's in trouble <laughs> so so <laughs> so um, you
2: are you are looking at making moves so like I'm ma- making a that. move
1: yeah. um and so I'm looking at and one of the ones I'm looking at is chase because the um uh, Texas ratio is very very strong. Um, okay, I'm going to just give you a comparison. Go. I'm going to go back to uh, banks. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to go down here to um, uh, all banks. Sorry. Go to all banks. I'm going to ch- I'm going to look at um, uh, just look at Bank of America. Okay. That's a pretty big bank. Um I'm going to go to Bank of America. And then I'm going to go here. It's going to come up. Okay, now I'm going to scroll down. See like get that. there it is. Financial details, there it is.
0: Mhm.
1: Texas ratio is 2.45 so they're pretty good shape too. Um Okay. So that would be okay. That'd be one that I could I could look at. Um, let me try one more. Uh, again, yeah, I, I it, just
2: pulled up two that I'm familiar with. One is at a 2.05 percent, and another is at an 11.54. Okay. So at what point, when the national average is 4.05, at what level do I get concerned?
1: Right. Well, it it would be anything over five to six. Is is that that 11 is bad news? Okay.
2: So like that second bank. The, the one that's eleven five, 4 that would be a red flag I should be
1: paying attention yep. to that okay yep um, um, so whereas
2: re- the 2% one that's I can say okay I'm pretty safe in that
1: right so let's how look, often um, do they change these every month every month okay um, so I'm gonna look at one more I'll just look at Wells Fargo great uh,
2: that's a good one to look at yeah
1: Okay, Wells Fargo. Here we go. Scroll down. There it is. Financial details. They're at 58.86. They're not healthy. Um, that's already that's mm. that's you know 50% higher than the bank U.S. bank average. They're tending toward being unhealthy. So if I'm going to make a switch, be just based on that alone. I'm gonna mm-hmm. only I'm gonna go to ones that have a really good Texas ratio. Now remember they're measuring their investments and they're measuring their loan portfolio okay. and they predict like for example, uh they might have a high percentage. it'll be interesting to see i could I could actually look at this um, but let me go down here and see. Okay, loan portfolio. Uh, commercial auto loans are very high. Guess what? A lot of them are defaulting.
2: Defaulting. Uh, commercial real estate okay.
1: Commercial real estate is medium defaulting. Multifamily mortgages, medium defaulting. Uh, these are all potentially in trouble and going to get worse, and they already have a high Texas ratio. So I would look at this and say, well, if I'm going to move my money... Probably Mm -hmm. it would not be a great idea to move it to this bank. I'm going to go find one that has a low Texas ratio and doesn't have a lot of medium to high loan problems, particularly if I know like credit card or excuse me, with auto loans and commercial real estate, that's going to go worse uh, for Mm -hmm. sure. That's going to go worse for sure. So, um, you know, you can use wisdom. And then again, you know, father, do I need to, is it important Do you even care about this? Uh, so it's not universal it's just it's just some tools to be mm-hmm. able to to be able to use you know if you if you have a heart to consider that yeah. and and, and remember this is fascinating to wa- me it's watch something the science, i've never yeah. learned about before so yeah. so uh, would urge you to you know look at it and then um you know on top of it um so that's the banking scenario uh the other mm-hmm. piece of of our life is um the uh, situation with um, the economy and what we're headed for a recession and they're working really hard to say it's going to be a mild recession.
2: Right. Um, But statistics are showing that may not be the case, right? Right.
1: Um, So it's um, uh, it's such that It's going to, we think, based on the information being provided, that it's going to get worse. And by the way, it could be stimulated. One of the things that could stimulate it is the defaults on the commercial real estate. Oh, Uh, that's interesting. And think about what's happened is we had COVID. Right. And what happened during COVID? People stopped going to work. So many, yeah. Well, they they were told they couldn't go to work.
0: Mm -hmm. So they
1: didn't go to work. Uh, But the technology was still available, and actually the uh, technology, you know, called uh, uh, Microsoft Meeting, uh, Zoom. Right. Well, you can just have meetings online. And this all
2: permanently shifted the face of how businesses interact and interface and what their employees do. And even the expectation of the generations coming up, they're coming in and negotiating x number of days remote work because that's a better lifestyle for it's, them.
1: And by the but way, but it leaves you, a lot of commercial
2: real estate empty. You don't
1: waste a lot of time uh, commuting. Uh, yeah. So they discovered well, business can actually work pretty well that way, and, and there's still need mm-hmm. for office space, but it's more meeting together, and uh, it doesn't have to be all the time. Mm -hmm. And you don't need as much space for sure. More room
2: for flexible space for sure. So just
1: think of the simplicity of the volume. Like, for example, in New York City alone, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: there's a hundred million empty square feet of office space. Wow. Just today so
2: what are the plans to do with do they have plans to do something with that is well are people talking about how do we reinvent this
1: well yeah they are but you know the the problem is uh remember it's a fixed asset and it's Mm -hmm. not liquid right so you can't just change it by the way i you know generally speaking the people that are and by the way these are pension funds and government funds and and called REITs Mm -hmm. Uh, Real Estate Investment Trust, um, they bought these when they were full. Right. And it's called a a based on cap ratio of income. So I pay you Mm -hmm. X dollars based upon the value of that income. Okay, so they do. Um, Mm -hmm. Well, today, they own those buildings and they paid X for it. You know, let's say $100 million for a building. Well, that building today, because it's empty or a lot empty... And right. people are not renewing. See, the problem is that now the renewals not of those leases. leases. Yeah. And because of the term, I'm at the end of my term. I don't have to renew it
0: right. by, by,
1: by contract. So it's not like, well, I'm still stuck with it. At the end of my renewal, mm-hmm. my lease, I'm not. I'm, and then, you know what? I'm not leasing it either at all. Or I'll take, instead of 100,000 square feet, I'll take 10. Mm-hmm. Um, well, now I have empty space. Okay, the value has dramatically declined. Okay, now as an investor, um, either I'm going to have to write that off, understand it, sell it for a loss, take the loss, or reinvent it Mm -hmm. to do something else with it. Well, you can imagine (laughs) that's a long time of processing. Um, Mm -hmm. And it could get worse and worse and worse. And guess what? Um, as a as an investor, we borrowed money for those buildings.
0: Mm, right.
1: And when I go below a certain rate ratio, the bank says you got to pay me the whole amount, or the balloon. What's called a balloon payment. You had a five-year balloon, and it was amortized over 30 years. You know the the rate of it monthly over 30 years, but you now five years later have to pay the balance. Usually, it would mm-hmm. be refinanced under normal conditions right but now the value of the building is so much less I'm the bank's just saying you got to pay me right and so what'll happen is called default and that is this um I'm losing it anyway Mm -hmm. um I'm not paying the bank basically I default and I just give to uh the bank the building
2: this empty building yes
1: I defaulted, and uh that was
2: their collateral incense. yeah,
1: okay, now guess what that's why when remember we just saw that list of commercial real estate
0: mm-hmm,
1: if I got a lot of that called mid and high, the likelihood of me, the bank having Absorb a non performing asset is high, mm-hmm. and that is counted against my my ratio. And that's why probably the companies with the high real estate stuff is going to their, their Texas ratio is going to get wor- the, worse, and worse and worse
2: and worse. The less stable banks. Less, right now. less
1: stable banks. Um, but the mm. economy is going to is going to get triggered into a more severe recession, which means mm-hmm. you know unemployment, layoffs. Uh, you know um, your your ability to uh, earn income and make investments is going to trigger and be difficult. So. As you start to see that, um, uh uh-oh, it's going to change. And the question is, number one, Mm
2: -hmm. what's
1: the stability of my company that I need to be aware of and either move already or at least build up my savings because um, I need to get prepared for they could lay me off. And I mm-hmm. need, I need to reconsider where I'm at financially and build up. And, and remember, God says in in scripture, the wisest animal on earth is an ant. Mm-hmm. And why? Because it saves up in the summer for the winter. Right. Um, and, right. and it says, so be that, be that way. Be as wise as an ant. And when you're, when you're doing okay, save up, uh, build some savings Um consider maybe having to make a change or get prepared to make a change ahead of the game and get to a more stable situation. Uh, Come up with an alternative. And your investments would be what you've been accepting as normal may not Mm -hmm. be normal. And there's two elements of that. One would be diversify it, which by the the way, we just discussed with with, um, Silicon Valley, they themselves didn't diversify Right. And they got caught in the downturn. And because they didn't diversify, they didn't have any options. They lost it all, basically. So think of that on a personal level, is that I've got my investments Mm -hmm. in stock market or this or that.
2: And this is where you talk about hedging some, when you've got certain high-risk things to have something that balances that in your portfolio. Yeah,
1: and so have a diversification, different different things. And then two is hedge it with... um, things that when the economy, particularly the more severe it goes, the mm-hmm. higher this uh, alternative investment goes. Like, for example, with what's called metals, gold mm-hmm. and silver, if the economy just tanks, the value of gold and silver goes skyrocketing.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So am I going to put all my money in gold and silver? No. Um, if I put 15 10 20% in that, well, that covers the potential loss if I didn't catch it in time right I can still still be good and by the way if I'm diversified I'm going to balance that out anyway and my and my uh, goal is more what it will we call principal protection not maximizing return because right. if you if you try can to maximize a question it, go ahead yep um,
2: regarding like the hedging in terms of metals Yep. Um, and if I'm asking things everybody else on here already knows I apologize but hopefully there's somebody else who needs this information too. Um Is that the sort of thing, I'm assuming that, like my dad used to always do this, you would actually want to buy the physical gold coins and the physical silver coins. You're not talking about investing in a stock in gold.
1: Right. 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 Because You're talking
2: about having the physical on
1: hand. Yeah, because physically you now control it. Right, and can do something yeah, with it. So yes, I just it,
2: wanted to bring that clarification. Is, is, yeah.
1: It's better, and if you if you just even invest in it, that's that's better than not investing in it. But it's you got to have some physically, just because now you have it and can mm-hmm. decide what to do with it, and nobody else can say, "Well, I know I know you have this stock, but our company just went under and we can't support right. it uh, or we can't right. fund it." Um, so uh, it's just about wisdom. Uh, mm-hmm. of how do you how do you process that um, and it's not again to operate out of fear uh, but rather to keep understanding and what we're trying to do is i believe god's saying to us you and me in our ministry is at least tell people things that they can observe mm-hmm. like the texas ratio for example right well um i i'm not going to advise you on what you should do with it I'm just right. telling you it would be wise to go, you look at it, process it, get mm-hmm. people around you. that Ask can
2: God what he has to say. Ask God
1: what he has to say about that and then decide what do you do next and just keep getting truth, truth, truth. So he says my will right. is based upon the truth.
2: Right, but I appreciate you giving this. You know, this is financial wisdom that a lot of us were not taught, and so to have some of these tools at our fingertips is very helpful. I think, yeah, um, it, just it, in terms yeah. of more information to process and to ask God, what do we do with this? Yeah, but yep. knowing how to process that, I think, is an important thing.
1: Yep, and then um, on the investment side, it would be my advice would be to uh, go get a professional advisor who is motivated. By you paying him just to be an advisor, not by paying him to give you product that he mm. makes money on, because right. then he's not neutral and he's not independent. And what right. you need is a is a professional helper that can that can say and and I and what I say in my investor uh, advisor is, what's your philosophy?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, if he mirrors my philosophy, which is we're going to diversify, we're going to hedge. And Rich, if you if you want me to maximize your earnings and get the highest risk possible, I'm not the guy,
2: because mm-hmm. I don't I don't
1: believe in that. Okay, great, I can talk to you. Right. Um, if either I don't have a philosophy or I just want to make as much money as I can for you, uh, no. Because um, so, that's
2: also not what you're looking for. Right. Yeah. And,
1: and anybody, and so you don't even have to have lots and lots of money. There's people that will help you. Uh, but this is a tricky thing. And you need, and we're not, even Even I can understand it, but I don't have the energy, time, and process to to make all those decisions. Mm-hmm. So I need somebody to do that for me. Right. Um, by the way, I make the decisions, and God confirms those decisions, mm-hmm. uh, including there's been times in the last four or five years, God said, uh, you need to liquidate all your stock.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. And by the way, it proved to be a good thing. Uh, right. Now, my advisor right. even then said, gee, are you sure? yep I'm sure why because God said so?
2: This is what God said uh, to do, right,
1: so um, he's got the wisdom, and we can seek it and and the cool thing is it's it's individualized, there's no universal answer there's just mm-hmm. there is truth, and that is diversification, hedging, wisdom. That's all mm-hmm. true per se, but specifically, it has to be played out individually. Right.
2: So, and God's instruction to you personally, He knows what your circumstance is, what you're going to hit up against, you know, who around you is is you know, has different resources, what your network, your community is even. So he will direct you in a very personal way in all of this as well. But these tools are so useful in just sifting through that information.
1: Yeah. And part of it is, is born again out of the covenant. And that is God says, I'm going to bless you to make you a blessing and see, there's no limit to that. It's like, well, you got to make a certain amount of money. No. Right. Um, You got to be in a certain industry. No. Um, um, Hey, I got to not be laid off. No. Um, it's none of that matters to God. He says that none mm-hmm. of that matters. I can show you, but it is going to be based on truth. And you're going to have to let me show you the truth, pursue the truth, like the Texas ratio. Well, that's, there's a truth right. about that.
2: Right, exactly.
1: And if you got a high Texas ratio, at least say, should I be concerned about this?
2: Right. Um, <laughs>
1: and guy could say, no, don't worry. It's fine. Okay. But at least ask the question because you pursued truth. And God mm-hmm. will God will show you the answers. And so keep processing, processing, processing with a desire and understanding. God's going to deliver the covenant and nothing limits him. Nothing is too difficult for him. Mm-hmm. So it's it's a beautiful thing. So we'll pick this up again next time. And, and I'm glad you made us kind of go through this exercise because you can talk about it.
2: Yeah, but a then, little nitty gritty practicing it helps. And then, <laughs> well,
1: how do you do that? And quite frankly... Mm-hmm. The way that I you and I were even trying it, we would have just said to heck with it. Um, we can't, we can't get there, you know. But we finally did, and God said, "Here, share mm-hmm. that." So, so uh, everybody can, and 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 we just urge you to do that. And so we'll pick it up again, again next Great. time of uh, what's happening. But there's lots happening, and it's just pay attention and be mm-hmm. and, care, and be and caring about that. So uh, we'll pray right. about that. Yep.
2: Excellent. Well, thank you so much. Thanks for sharing this. And I appreciate you getting in the nitty gritties with me here um, as we navigate this. So thank you for joining us. If you have questions, send them in at questions at afjministry.com and we'll be sure to tackle them. Yep. Have a great day.
1: Yep.
0: See you soon. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Come and See, your podcast for truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. Send us your questions and comments.